Spawn on Me is the premier podcast spotlighting people of color. Every week, we talk news, what we've been playing, and tell you who's invited to the cookout. Our show is all about talking about gaming through a prism of blackness because we are the culture. Welcome to Bukaka, y'all. What up, what up, what up, everybody? This is the Spawn on Me podcast. I hope you're all doing well. It is not Juneteenth anymore. That is not the case. If you're listening and watching, I just have that on my documentation on Twitch. So I'm going to fix that in post. But I'm excited to see you all here rocking with us here on the Spawn on Me podcast. Thank you so much for coming through. Um, it is no doubt summertime now in the world it is hot out here in portland it is nuts out here in terms of the weather and i am just like baking for the past couple of days it was nuts being able to uh be home here in the Pacific Northwest and feeling like all the global warming was coming and it was hitting me right in my neck. It was so hot <laughs> in here. Uh, out here. It was wild to be in that mix again and being like, man, I just want it to not be a heat wave in my house where I got to walk around and it's just, just ridiculously hot. It was just like not fun at all. Um, thank you so much for listening to the show last week. We had a banger of an episode. Go check that bad boy out. If you missed it, please go check it out on all podcast platforms. Cause we are everywhere and nowhere at once. We are in all the places that you have seen all the places that you have heard of all the places in which podcasts reside and podcasts are dope so i am excited to be here with you this week uh this week is going to be really interesting um i have to thank you all for all the love uh if you saw the uh, message on twitter uh, that i put out uh i think over a week ago now i think it was about a week um in which i shared about my new nine to five job. I am the senior community manager over at Firewalk Studios. Um, really excited to be doing work over there. I got a lot of love on Twitter and on social media for, you know, making this new move and, and, and now getting a chance to actually share with all of you is, in the community is, is always great. Uh, you know, the support is always loved and welcomed. I appreciate all of you for, for sharing that out because it did really mean a lot to me to have all of you share so much good um, vibes towards me and, and, and towards the growth of, you know, my career in the video game industry. Um, I want to give a couple of quick caveats to, to some of that. Cause I think it's good to share it early on in, in the space. Shout out to arcade 4247 for jumping in the chat. Um, a lot of times when a new job like this pops up, I get often, uh, questions about what are the things that I'm going to be working on? Can I share any of that stuff? Is that stuff that you're going to be able to hear about on this show? And the answer is no, I can't talk about any of it. Uh, any of the stuff that's happening, any stuff that we're working on, um, as a studio, please don't ask because I'm just going to tell you no, and I can't share anything anyway. Uh, when the time is right, you'll see me in spaces uh, that you might not have seen me before, which will be really, really cool. Um, and it'll be a lot of fun to be able to kind of do a little bit of a different thing. Uh, that's not just spawn on me work or hosting work or any of that kind of stuff. It's always going to be cool to be in the mix with brilliant folks who are doing really cool work. 
um, and getting a chance to see how some of the sausage is made in the video game industry of how, how things work and how those things are, um, you know, coming to all of you as players and stuff like that. So it'll be really cool to be able to talk about all of those things at some point way down the line it, it, you know i may reference it here but in terms of any of the things that are working uh in the background like i'm just not going to be able to talk about it and, and I'm not gonna because it's just a whole bunch of conflicts of interest whole bunch of stuff that doesn't need to be talked about from from this perspective on this show if somebody else wants to talk about it okay do what you gotta do that's awesome um uh, if we need accessibility testers, cough, cough. I mean, look, that's going to be a conversation at some point for sure with with, with, with various folks. So I, I will keep you in mind for that. Uh, shout out to Two Familiar in the chat as well. Thank you so much for the love as well. Um, so that's out of the way. Get that out in, into the space real fast and knock that out. Um, but it's been um, a really awesome couple of weeks. It's been cool. I've been traveling a bunch in June happy to not be traveling anymore for the rest of this month which is a couple of days out you know fourth of july is uh coming up very very soon and i am not patriotic at all i want to say uh massive love to everyone out there with a the uterus it is not dope out here for for folks who have uteruses and i am constantly frustrated with how our government treats women how our government treats femmes how our government treats people who are just trying to live their lives uh, you know body autonomy is a huge issue um you know reproductive rights have been a huge issue uh you know we as spawn on me have been doing this work and trying to help as many people you know do what they need to do and have the funds they can work with we did this whole spawn for good a couple years ago that revolved around you know sending money to the folks over at the national network of abortion funds we were one of the first shows in the gaming industry to do that we were one of the first shows and the first entities in the gaming space to really build that network and and do some more of that work before everybody else jumped on it and everybody else was like yo this is a wave we were in that in that conversation early because we understood just how important it was to have that layer be um not messed with and now with the supreme court doing wild stuff it just changes the whole dynamic of how people are going to live their lives and now with this overextension to potentially things like gay marriage and, and and other things it is a not great time to be here in america it is a not great time to be in a space in which the liberties that you should have had forever are getting imposed upon and stepped on and trampled because of you know activist judges and, and all the stuff in, in that way so um, we are here with you at Spawn and Me. I am here with you in the fight. Anything I can do to kind of make that space better for folks, please let me know. We're, we're hopefully going to be doing some charity work in, in that respect too. Uh, very, very soon. Just a matter of trying to find some good time for it. So uh, just wanted to, 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 before we get into talk about games, I want to say, you know, you everyone is in my thoughts right now. It is a very hard time. Uh, to be a woman, to be a femme in this space, to 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 have a uterus in this space, it is not a great time. Um, so I want you all to feel like um, you have a place here that you can 
you know rock with and hopefully get away from some of the negativity negativity in the space and, and in the world right now so um this week there isn't a lot of news to talk about there's not a lot of actual like stuff there were some layoffs at niantic and at unity but there isn't really a lot to say there yet layoffs in the industry happen but there's also this kind of you know uh, influx with these huge numbers of people losing losing their jobs especially right now where the economy and inflation is 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 rocketing it just feels really um you know everything feels like it's on a layer of quicksand right now and i and i want people to feel a little bit better about um you know coming to coming to the space while also hearing some of this negative news that's happening in the industry besides those major milestones well not major milestones those major things happening um there isn't a lot of actual news this week but i have been playing three games i do want to talk about uh for a little bit uh that i'm really enjoying and really uh, uh digging so with that said for this episode we're gonna dump the news out the window we're gonna go directly into what we've been playing The first game up on the docket is Outriders World Slayer, the game from Square Enix that people have been fronting on for a long time. The game is dope. The game has been dope for a long time. I've been having a blast with it uh, when it first came out and was rocking with it for a long period of time. And I was hoping that everybody else would jump on the bandwagon and people jumped on the bandwagon and then they dipped out. (laughs) <laughs> everybody left i was like no come back Outriders is good Outriders is a good game it has a lot of fun powers it's really fun it's hectic it has the loot grind it has all those kind of cool things it looks really pretty the story is kind of interesting it does all this really fun stuff and everybody was like i'm out and i was like damn it it's one of the outriders is one of those is one of those games that um should have gotten more love but it winds up being in this space in which we just see, and, and and we have to really be honest about it, there are so many games now that are looking for your attention. And the fact that these games, are, all these games are looking for your attention, it is really hard to stick. Um, so games now kind of have this like weird cadence in which they come out, have a good influx of players, things kind of die down for a bit people move around to different games people kind of swaps things out swap things out and then you wind up landing at uh, uh, the game again when a big piece of content comes out world slayer is that kind of content i think you know it doesn't do a lot in terms of adding at least from what i've played so far any new um classes uh it did add a bunch of new weapons you can do really cool things now in terms of you know mod slots which they did a really great um uh update a couple of months ago where you were able to kind of break down stuff add new mods all those kinds of bits but now you get a third slot for your mods which adds a whole new layer of complexity in how you kind of take on fights and take on take on battles which i love i love the mod system in in outriders i think the mod system in outriders is really really well done and is super smart because it lets you add these really fun layers to an already cool base kit so like my weapon now and and if you're watching the video version of this uh you're seeing some of the gameplay that i was playing right before stream 
one of my guns levitates you off the ground and suspends you in midair while I'm still shooting you and dumping bullets into your body. I have another weapon that when I shoot it and kills you, it makes a small anomaly that I can then shoot that acts like a, a, a bomb. I have all these other new traits that are coming along with the new with the new mod slots and all these other kinds of things. It really just feels super good to be able to jump into a game like this, feel like I didn't lose any momentum, and feel like there's a, a fun layer to the story that is kind of coming through um, with this new baddie that they have uh, in the game that you're going to fight towards the end of the campaign. I have just been having a blast. I'm hoping that I get more folks to play with uh, in this game and hoping that there's going to be a chance to see even more support for a game like this because I really do think it's pretty brilliant. I would love to see them add some new monsters to it. I would love to see them add some more weapon classes. Uh, I would love to see them add at least two more classes because I'm running, you know, um, a pyromancer currently right now. Um, But... A really smart thing that they did was for this new expansion, you know, level 30 is the cap for your for your character. But if you want to roll a new class, you can basically make a new character, roll that new class and boost all the way to level 30, which I love. It's a thing that happened in Destiny, which made me want to play different kinds of characters, which was always really fun. Uh, so that's great. I love that they're doing that. They've amped up some of the perk systems as well. Not perks, but like your um, your uh, your leveling system. So your yeah, so like your tech tree basically has gotten expanded in a couple of different layers, which I think is really smart and adds a whole bunch of replayability to this and lengthens the the, the game in a really long way, which I think is also going to be fun because they have more end game content that I haven't gotten a chance to get into yet. But I am very excited at what this game continues to be and feels like it is extremely fun. Uh, I just need more people to play with to to, to, to get into it and, and do more work in it because I've now made f- all four classes uh, and now I'm just on the, the, the hunt to go play with people and grind on it. So this game is brilliant. Super good. Go give it uh, some love. It's like 39 bucks, I think, maybe uh, for the expansion, I think. Um, but it's not super expensive. It's just really, really good um, in the way that um, it plays and it feels and it feels very, very good. Another game that I got a chance to get into that I am just like rolling through right now is Neon White. Neon White is crack. (laughs) Neon White is crack. Neon White is one of those games that I didn't think. I remember when I got a chance to see a little bit of it early. I felt like, well... This is going to be a game that I don't know if it's for me. I didn't know if the art style and that kind of like chibi anime layers of it were really going to be interesting. It's not a thing that I care about in that way. But knowing that this came from Ben Esposito, who has been known to make some pretty dope games like Donut Donut County uh, and, and things like that. I was like, oh, well, if, if, if it's a Ben Esposito joint, then I got to kind of pay attention to it. Um and now getting a chance to play more of it, it is one of the better games of this year. It is the speedrunner's dream. You know, uh, SDGQ is happening right now as we speak. I'm dying to see people play this if they haven't already played this during that during that um, show. Um, 
the card transfer system when each card having a weapon and a kind of alt fire that lets you do very specific things like there's one where you get a pistol that lets you double jump there's another one where you throw these like uh, bombs on the ground that help explode things i have to blame a couple of people for really making me want to play this in a real way and 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 also making me spend money so <laughs> i got this on switch initially that got i got a code for it um and then i saw goddamn andy cortez goddamn you andy cortez because andy cortez is a freaking monster if you're not familiar with andy cortez from kind of funny nitro rifle man that man loves clicking heads and putting people to bed i love that man he's one of the best people on the planet but i also hate him right now because he might be one of the best players that i've ever seen of neon white it makes me so mad at how good he is how good he is at this damn game he and dan reichert have sold their souls to the devil i don't know how they play this game so well um, but it'll wind up making me change over from Switch to PC because they're all playing on PC. And weirdly, the scoreboards don't talk to each other. So I was playing it on PC, uh, playing it on Switch and thinking I was like, oh, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm like knocking it out the park. I'm getting good scores. And then I watched the stream of him playing it and watched the, the times that he was getting. And I said, this mother sucker is doing like ridiculous amounts of speed boosts and getting through the game as fast as he can and beating everybody on the leaderboards. And I was like, damn it. How is it? He, how is he doing this? How is he completing these levels so quickly, so well? And it just pissed me off. And now I have to talk about it on the show because I don't know, like, I thought I was going to be... I'm a pretty good gamer. Like, I understand how to play things. I'm pretty good at what I do. And then I was watching some of the times that he was pulling in, and I was like, oh, there's no way in hell I'm going to be any of this stuff. And it sucks because I'm really competitive, and I was like, damn it, I really want to play, do more of these, and, and get it. I am trying really hard to win in Neon White, and it get, at least get one or two levels where I have in my in my friend group the top score you know shout out to mary kish who i saw jumped on she beat one of dan Riker's uh times in one of the levels and gave him shit for it so i appreciate that and i love her for it because that was the i appreciate it it's just hard as hell to beat that game but in terms of the game itself beautiful game i think it really does a, a cool job of making you really think about twists and turns and how you want to tackle and um a run uh, it, it, it feels like once you've gotten down the momentum of how this game works, that you can really open it up into some really fun ways in which you can not only think and strategize about how you want to kind of tackle a run, but also you then wind up becoming in, you wind up getting into this flow state where you're just like, all right, I go here, I shoot that, I go there, I jump over here, I do this move. And you wind up getting into this really zen space where you, you're not even thinking at a point, you're just kind of doing, which I think is brilliant in, in, in a game that I love. I love stuff like that when you're able to kind of make those uh, decisions happen in these really split seconds um, and it rewards you for getting those high, I'm sorry, those really low times and then you get a chance to like sit back for a minute and then rethink and evaluate you know how you're tackling things i love games like that games that are you know score time munchers like this uh, always really really fun ben esposito and, and his squad did a really good job i'm not really paying attention to the story eh, not really i mean it's, it's interesting if you really kind of like the art style and that kind of stuff 
I think those parts are cool. Um, but I just don't know if those layers are specifically for me. Um, but I would say if you're looking for a game that's going to be a, a, a time eater and, and a time suck, this is a really good game for that. I think it's brilliant. It's super fun. I'm having a blast with it. Trying to go back in. Um, you know, I'll, I'll share my uh, uh, Steam info online at some point. So if you want to go in there and, and, and battle me and the rest of the folks uh, on, on your friends list, I'm totally down for that because I want more people to play against in this game for sure. Um, the last game that we're going to talk about for this episode, again, this episode is fairly short this week. There's not a lot of stuff to dig into, uh, and to, and to talk about in that respect. Um, but a game that I am very, very excited for that. I think all of you should be checking out, um, when it drops, because I got a chance to play through the first couple of levels of it is the Microsoft game, a dusk falls. I am a huge fan of narrative based you know not point and click but basically choose your own adventure kinds of games int slash night you know i i didn't know what to expect going into this game i thought that the way that they did the kind of storytelling in this kind of painterly art style that feels like it's like a it's like a it's like if you ever saw uh, the movie's creep show. It's the closest I can think to where you get these moments where you have these, uh, these motion graphics of, of the characters that are kind of pulling and pushing against the background. It feels like they're in a diorama in a weird way, but it feels really cool in the way that they're kind of doing these stories uh, where you're this family who is going on this road trip and this road trip is turned into this whole wild like criminal story with all these endpoints and all these different characters that intersect and cross over you know I've been playing a lot of the quarry of late and I feel like this game feels like another one of those extensions of games that really pull in a really fun and, and kind of interesting way to do narrative because you know if you have all those branching points you wind up kind of wanting to overdo it like i i love games that have those branching points where you're able to make a decision and then kind of see where the story could have gone i also don't like going back and checking out those other pivot points i am a weird person because i'm like I've picked a direction in a story and I want to see how that story plays itself out. I, I I may go back to go check out other angles on the stories to see where the other, you know, pivot points and, and, and kind of other layers of a story will land. But I feel like it also feels like it's cheating in a weird way of, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't want to go back and be like, well, I made this decision. Now I want to see the way the other version played out just because it's available to me. Like you can't really do that in a movie. You know, there aren't a lot of pivot points to kind of do that thing in, and, and it doesn't really make that much of a difference. You know, like it winds up being like all of those pieces that you didn't go check out would be things that we you would see either after the credits or in, you know, like the special edition of a show or something like that, where you get to see all the other deleted scenes that happened during your playthrough. I love being able to have a moment where that, um, 
story lives on its own and it, and it feels like that small bubble in of time in which that story did what it did was specific to my playthrough and i want to go back in and ask other people like how their playthroughs were so microsoft let us check out uh the first two chapters early um and and i have to say from a storytelling perspective, really compelling story. I was not thinking that I was going to get pulled in in the ways that this story has pulled me in in the beginning. I'm actually waiting until the full release to go and play through the whole thing um, again because uh, we have a preview build. And I'm dying to find out where some of these connection points have, have gone, how some of these characters have you know ended up. How did the way that they have been talking to each other kind of, you know, end up at the end of a story? It's dope because it's going to be on console, PC, and cloud. So that means you'll be able to play this on the go in lots of different ways. There's also this eight-person multiplayer layer of it too where you you can basically for if i'm do, if i'm thinking about this right there's an app that you can use so that a couple people on the on the console and a couple people on um like their phone or their tablet and you're helping to make decisions that way which i think is actually another brilliant way to kind of get more people involved in the story and build it out in a way that feels not only fun but interesting but gives you that space to kind of like argue in the room and be like well why did you make that decision why did you do that i don't know why you would do that so those kinds of bits are, are actually really really cool i like stuff like that i like when games give you that ability to um you know build in that way and and, and find good uh, ways to interact with other people who may not necessarily have a controller in their hand. I think expanding games to be able to do more of that is something I want to see more of in the future. You see a lot of it in the Jackbox games, but there aren't a lot of other games in, that, that do that layer um, as well as a game like A Dusk Falls. I think it was a really good get for Microsoft. I know it's not a game that a lot of people are going to be like, yo, this is a game that I was waiting for, but I think this is a perfect date night game. I think this is a perfect you know game if you want to play with with folks in the house who aren't uh you know super good with a controller uh i think this is a game that you can you can play in segments and not feel like you are losing out on things like there isn't a level of fomo here that you have to like keep up with the zeitgeist to remember to go back into this will be a game that you can play in a slow drip for a long period of time and, and have a lot of fun with it so I am I am very very excited for that thing. I think that's going to be uh, a game that people will talk about for a long time and are very very excited for. So make sure you're checking out uh, a Dusk Falls. Uh, I'm sorry, as Dusk Falls, uh, it is a dope game on Game Pass. Make sure you're checking that thing out in a real way because it is pretty damn good. So. Before we get up out of here, uh, really short episode this week. Not a lot to really dig into. Wanted to share a couple of games that I'm playing and messing around with uh, because those games are in the mix. I've uh, been messing around in the studio. We've been doing some uh, a couple of things and fixing a couple of things here um, in the studio. Uh, those things are coming to the forefront. A new episode of Something Epic is coming out very, very soon. So make sure you go in and check in that out as well. We just had a really dope uh, interview with the folks from Quixel. Uh, so if you if you know anything about Unreal Engine, you know anything about game development, you know that Quixel is a piece of the technology that has been driving some of the best and most gorgeous visuals in terms of textures and the way things look. 
um, in the world. So we just had a really great conversation with them that we'll be putting into an episode very, very soon of the show. Uh, so make sure you go check that out. Uh, we're going to be streaming uh, again on YouTube very, very soon. We'll be trying to make some more of that transition happen very, very soon as well. So we'll be doing a hybrid of, you know, uh, you know, replays and reruns of the shows that we see on Twitch and on YouTube. So for folks who haven't caught it, you know, usually Wednesday on our usual Wednesday evening, they'll be able to check it out on YouTube in, in another way there. And to be honest, we've been thinking a lot about what that transition is going to wind up being if we're going to go full time over there. Uh, at some point, I think I think Twitch is having a, a really big um, identity crisis in terms of its uh, visibility and discoverability. I think our show, because I'm not streaming as often as I should uh, to kind of keep the algorithm going. Um, I feel like more love would come out of the YouTube side of things if we start doing the show there. Um, and <laughs> Puss Gum says that's an understatement. You're right. You know, I'm not. You know, you know what I'm saying. Um, but uh, I think I think it makes a little bit more sense at this point to maybe start doing more of this show over on YouTube. And then if I wanted to play some games, play the games on our Twitch channel here. So again, things have been just all over the place. Um, it's been really busy, uh, new job stuff. I, I don't know if folks at home saw the, the tweet that I put out about having some home invaders or, or people who could have been home invaders, um, at my home. Uh, so been spending some time of getting that stuff situated and, and, and fixed and, and rectified in, in those ways. So it's been a busy, harrowing, scary week. Uh, but that's also been pretty great in some other angles too. So um, please go and check that stuff out. Please go watch the, the videos that I put up on Twitter as well. Um, yes, they're, they're monetized, but we're going to be doing some monetization on that side of the fence because we got to pay for the Spawnies. Spawnie needs money. So if you see me put up a video and it has a an ad in front of it, you can totally skip through the ad. We still get some love on it, but it helps if you sh- if you watch it or share it and do all that kind of stuff because you got to pay the bills and you got to make the Spawnies dope. So that's coming up very, very soon. But lots more stuff to talk to you about that very, very soon. Um, and please, please, please uh, go check out all the work that we're doing in those spaces uh, and make sure you're giving it some love. So we'll see you all in a little bit. Thank you again for coming through. Thank you for repping the show. Leave us a five-star review on uh, iTunes. Uh, not iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. Uh, check us out on Spotify. We'll be doing some spaces soon. Got a lot of other things rolling in. And um, word, much love to you all. Thank you so much for coming through. We'll see you very soon. Much love and peace.